welcome to this next series of episode six of the Atomic Ergo podcast series here with the Ergonauts. Uh, with us today is Dr. Peggy Berry, and we're going to talk about quite a few things. I just actually grabbed the topic ergonomic training and nursing, but I think we'll hit a lot more categories than that with Dr. Berry. Uh, so with that, I'd like to, uh, to get us started and tell you just a little bit about Dr. Berry and her background and what she brings to us here at Ergonauts as our chief learning officer. Uh, Dr. Berry has her PhD doctorate in nursing research from the University of Cincinnati. She has an MSN, Master of Science in Nursing from the University of Cincinnati also. Uh, she has a BSN RN from the University of Texas Arlington. Uh, she is a COHN certified uh, in occupational health nurse, and probably there's a better way to pronounce the acronym. Uh, CLE certified in lean, ergon in lean ergonomics uh, at the University of Kentucky College of Engineering. She's certified Six Sigma Black Belt. She has PLNC Professional Legal Nurse Consultant. She is also an FAA OHN. Uh, she was inducted in the 2021 Fellowship of the American Academy of Occupational Health Nursing. Uh, it's a pinnacle of the nursing profession. A Malcolm Baldridge Quality Award Examiner. Uh, she's a founding fellow with the U.S. Academy of Workplace Bullying, Mobbing, and Abuse. Uh, in 2020, she received the William B. Carter Humanitarian Award from the AOHN. Amazing. Dr. Berry currently serves as Executive Director of the Ohio Occupational Health Science and Nurses Association, and she serves as the Chief Learning Officer of Ergonauts. Peggy is a rock star. And with that, I would like to introduce with Dr. Berry my co-host and good friend, Earl Ray Neal, who's going to start the conversation and talk a little bit about ergonomics, the nursing profession, and several other key questions that, that he and Dr. Berry would like to discuss. So with that, Earl Ray, take it away. Thank you very much, Jamie. As always, a pleasure to see you. I share uh, Jamie's enthusiasm, Dr. Barry, to have you on our program today. So excited to uh, be able to talk with you uh, and share a little bit of your, have you share a little bit of your experience uh, with our audience. Uh, obviously, you have uh, just had a wonderful career with nursing. Uh, nursing is such a broad career field. I uh, thought maybe we could start off with you explaining why you actually chose occupational health. I'm going to date myself, okay, but in 1990, I was looking for a change in my nursing career to go from hospital or healthcare facilities out into the community. And I happened to uh, answer an ad for a case manager for for um, work injury and I was in my own business I was a contractor and then in my own business and then I, what I would do is I would case manage workers compensation claims um, from the unfortunately the point where uh, the employer wanted them to be case managed to back to work issues. And after doing that for about three years, I said, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I'm getting them two, three years after they've been injured. I want to do it on site. And that's when I went to work as a occupational safety and health manager for a, a, a large trucking and air freight company. And I was able to get those injuries right when they happened and then be able to move them through the system so that I could get them back to work or get them into vocational rehab if they could not go back to work. 
And that became my life's pursuit for a very long time. And I've continued to have that mindset all the way around. Let's keep them safe. Let's keep them working. There, uh, by last count, there's approximately 5,000 certified occupational health nurses. Um, certainly occupational health nurses are involved in literally every industry. Uh, I, I was wondering if you could take some time and describe some of the many functions that they serve. Uh, well, <laughs> we work in the community as environmental activists, which I, I do on a voluntary basis. Uh, I also see occupational health nurses in every industry. They can be from the factory floor into the corporate setting where they will work with uh, within the C-suite to discuss how to uh, create a more healthy and psychologically safe working environment to just taking care of the injuries in a one nurse uh, medical unit uh, situated right off the floor to take care of the injuries that occur. Uh, for me, um, they even do some consulting when asked to sit on a panel with uh, local governments as well as uh, state and national governments. So there, there is no limit. <laughs> there is no limit that any nurse should be There is, uh, there's certainly no disputing that you're uh, well known and a respected researcher and educator. And for the past few years, it seems like you've been on a mission to educate about ergonomics in the workplace. So can you talk with us a little bit about why the, you have a focus now on lean ergonomics at this point in your career? Well, I will tell you, Steve Davis had a lot to do with that when I first met him ooh, so many years ago. And uh, I got involved in uh, lean ergonomics. But the other side of it is, why not prevent injuries from happening or illnesses from happening? And that has always been my focus as an occupational and environmental health nurse, is to prevent injuries and illnesses from happening. And what better way to do that by not only uh, doing ergonomics, but combining lean into that process. I thought it was interesting that when you were describing your career, it, it's almost like in this in in the process while your careers move forward, you've actually moved further back in the process. You started with actual people, uh, folks that had been injured in workers' comp claims. Then you moved to trying to prevent them on site, and now you're involved in ergonauts uh, as the chief learning officer. Uh, you actually oversaw the CNE process, and uh, lots of the ergonauts describe it as one of the most thorough examination uh, of learning materials of all of the certifying professions. Um, so, if you could talk a little bit about the overview of that process, and oh, by the way, the uh, Ergo Algo Office training uh, did receive, if they did that, they did receive CNE for uh, their training. Yes, they did. And <clears throat> when you do a certifying process uh, with the Ohio Nurses Association or with any certifying board, you have to have all of your ducks in the row. Number one, it has to be validated by peer-reviewed research as to why 
you're doing this continuing education program. Secondly, you have to view the entire program, uh, which I did through several iterations with the um, uh, Ergo Algo uh, CME process. And then the third is the continuous record keeping that you have to do after you have presented the program and a certificate for that 1.5 CME for the Earth Algo program. And we have one for wound care too, which I will tell you that is a pretty intense and accurate program put on by Dr. Pitts. So, you know, uh, I, my parents, I'm fortunate, my parents are still living. And uh, <laughs> I, I can uh, I can see as they age the the problems that they are currently encountering. So, what do you see as the biggest challenges in the workforce uh, for the boomers who are now aging, an aging population, and all 77 million of them are reaching uh, retirement age in 2031? It's gonna it's gonna be an influx of retirees into the system. One of the things I see uh, with mom and dad, for example, it's uh, you know arthritis uh, moving from just simple arthritis and, and then uh, the aging process uh, inflaming it even more to the point where they can hardly even get around, let alone work. So what do you see as the biggest challenges uh, in the workforce for this aging population? One is to make the area safe for that aging population. All right, uh, we're always into slips, trips, and falls. That's first and foremost. You need to make sure you prevent those from happening. Because as we age, we have that arthritis comes and visits us. And it makes our bones more fragile. Uh, it uh, creates more pain. So preventing slip, trips, and falls are the best thing that you can do. Second is to know that aging does occur. I mean, thank God I'm aging. You know, what's, what's the other thing that can happen? You can be dead. So yeah, it's better than the dead. alternative, isn't it? That's, That's right. <laughs> so, so I look at it from the perspective that don't, uh, don't limit uh, the, the uh, brain power of your aging workforce by denying them the ability to order their own workstation, okay? The other side of it is to make sure that it is ergonomically sound, in addition to the fact that as you age, you shrink. I'm a little shorter now, okay? So every year you need to do an ergonomic assessment of that workstation to suit that aging worker. And I guess, you know, we might think of some more, but those uh, I think would be the, the three things. And that's what I was talking about in your career, sort of moving backwards. You're now talking about absolute prevention from the very get-go. And I just think that's fascinating to me. Oh, I think that's so very important. You know, um, we could prevent so much uh, money out the door handling medical costs of age Think about it this way: a lot of a lot of workers don't wait and don't get fixed until they collected Medicare Medicaid. Okay, so just think of the Medicare costs that could be saved by taking care of workers now. 
So, Dr. Barry, obviously you recommend that nurses uh, should be trained in ergonomics as evaluators. Uh, as we wrap up, why don't you talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about why you take that position and why you think it's so important? Well, nurses are one of the most trusted professions in the United States. That's number one. I guess I'm doing three points, aren't I? <laughs> Secondly, they have a way of working with employees that a manager or a supervisor doesn't. It's kind of like peer to peer, or in some instances, with people my age, it's moms taking care of their employees too. Um, they understand the, the physiology associated with working. And then the third part of it is that we flow through every level of uh, a facility. So if we're down on the factory floor, we're doing measurements and we are helping either to prevent injuries or we are there to say, well, you know, that injury couldn't happen uh, the way the employee says it's hap it happened. All the way up to the C-suite where we're measuring the desk and the equipment used to keep our executives safe in their work environment at their desk. So um, I think we are uh, well-versed in using a very easy handheld um, app to determine what is needed to fix that office desk forever. You know, new ideas change the world and it's folks like you that bring the gravitas, you know, to the table to, to have people listen to what the idea is. And we're just so very thankful that you're involved with Ergonauts and we appreciate your time today very much. I have really enjoyed working with the Ergonauts and helping uh, in this area because the more we prevent injury, the better off our society is. Thank you very much, Dr. Barry. Jamie, looks like we have another one in the books today. Dr. Barry, thank you so much for, for being with us today, but thank you for all the things that you do in your career and, and what you, you stood for and, and just the, the caring that, that is that you've done. And, and we just really appreciate that as well, too. I've put a couple of QR codes up in the top left corner. If you've got your phone handy really quickly, you can learn more at ergonauts.com. You can learn more at Ergonauts at LinkedIn, and hopefully you will join us for our next podcast. Again, Earl Ray, thank you for, for your time and, and leadership in this event. And Dr. Barry, thank you once again for being with us. And with that, we will call it another day. Have a good one and hang on. We'll log out. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Be good to each other. <laughs>